Everly Show that we're podcast coming your way. This is number 374, guys. So our steroid series continues. Steve Smee here and the Rickster in the house. Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, guys? How's everybody doing out there? Good, good. All right, guys. So our steroid series continues, guys, where we classify steroids. The next steroid classification we're talking about is newbie steroids. So um, these are steroids that newbies, we recommend newbies mess with. They're going to be more mild. They're going to be more safe. There's going to be less room for error. And having said that, my opinion, guys, there is no safe steroid. Steroids are anabolic steroids are serious business. They're very, very strong hormones. They do a lot of things in the body. Okay. They do a lot of things in the body. So you really need to be careful when you use steroids. They are going to shut you down. So you must make sure you run the proper ancillaries. You run your liver support. You run your kidney support. You run a PCT. And then that can make a much smoother situation for you. And also, in my opinion, you should be closer to 30 years old before you touch steroids. Some guys say over 21. Some guys say over 25. I say closer to 30 because that's when you're really more mature. You put in the years and you're ready for steroids. So that is my opinion. Of course, you've got guys these days in a much higher percentage that are using steroids on a much younger age. There's guys in their even late teens that are using steroids. So not really a smart idea, guys. Um, so steroids are definitely serious business no matter what. Yeah, five to eight years of natural training you want before you start messing with steroids. And natural training doesn't just mean having a gym membership for six months out of the year. Natural training means that you're going in there, you're trying to figure this out, you're trying to figure out different training methods, different diet programs, have done some over-the-counter supplements, some herbs, some creatine. You've hit some plateaus, bust through the plateaus by changing up your training regimen, hit another plateau, bust through that plateau, changes up some of your diet stuff with more training. You know, this is like you've really been at it, making progress, trying to figure it out for five to eight years before you touch the sauce. And if you do that, then those steroid gains are going to be the first three cycles. You get some permanent pounds and you're, you'll be good. You'll take full advantage of what those steroids can do for you. Once you've spent enough time experimenting on yourself to have everything else figured out. That's, that's the main, that's the main goal. That's, that's what we mean. Um, now, <clears throat> does that need to happen when you're 30 or not? Ideally, it would happen after 25, around 30. You know, and if you were like me that started lifting weights at 13, you would still wait until you're well over 25, 30, hit the sauce. But if you didn't, if you do it younger, earlier on, at least five to eight years of natural, hard training, where you're taking your body to the limit, sports through high school, weightlifting in the offseason, weightlifting on days off, after school, after during college, it's just active, active. And then, you know, when you're an adult, mid-20s, and you've got five to eight years of natural weight training under your belt, then you hit that shit, then you hit the sauce. But it's a good way to get started on this one. Yeah, and I'd actually argue, someone argued this with me. They're like, oh, I've been training for five years. I'm 18. And I was like, how have you been training five years? Like, oh, I started training at 13. I said, no, 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 no. When you become an adult, 
then you start counting the years you've been training. When do you become an adult? I guess legally 18, you're an adult, but really 21. I mean, you can't even go on a cruise without someone older than that. At that age, you can't rent a car at that age. You know how, so really technically in my mind, you're not an adult. Um, there's a reason you can't rent a car at that age is because the insurance company can't insure you. The rental car insurance company won't, won't watch you driving their cars because you don't have the experience, the life experiences. The same thing with, with steroids. So it's very important that you wait as long as possible before you rerun steroids. But without further ado, guys, we're going to talk about the four steroids that we came up with, Rick and I came up with, that are good newbie steroids. The first one is going to be Anovar. Now, Anovar is a good one for both females and males. Um, Anovar is mild. It doesn't have androgenic side effects. Very, very little. It is a little tough on the liver as all most all anabolic steroids are. It is liver toxic because it is 17 alpha alkylated. So you need, you need to be careful of your liver. If you have existing liver issues, you really need to monitor your blood work like a hawk and you want to run the N2 guard, the liver support with it. But Anovar, at the end of the day, you could run as a male 40, 50 milligrams a day of VAR. As a female, you can run anywhere from 5 to 15 milligrams a day of the VAR. And you get nice, mild results. And it's not going to give you a tremendous amount of side effects. Um, as a male, it's still going to shut you down. All anabolic steroids do. So you will need a PCT with it. But it's not going to um, cause other issues. It's not going to cause estrogenic side effects. It's not going to cause androgenic side effects, too many androgenic side effects. And even though it's a DHT derivative, it's not going to cause a tremendous amount of DHT side effects because of the way it's structurally made. So in our view, you know, Anovar is a good one. You could run just Anovar by itself for five or six weeks and get, you know, get really good mild results as a first cycle, as a newbie. The drawback to Anovar is it is it's, it's very expensive. So you want to keep that in mind if you are using it. It's going to cost you some money. It's going to cost you some money. It's going to be three, four times more expensive than T-Bowl, which is a very similar steroid and also a good, in my mind, a good newbie steroid. So that's kind of uh, an honorable mention. We'll give T-Bowl an honorable mention. We're not going to discuss T-Bowl in length, but we're going to give an honorable mention. But I've run Anavar before. Um, very, very mild. Didn't notice any side effects on it. And, you know, I was happy with it. It's, it's a really cool steroid, but you want to make sure with Anovar, this is a big one, especially for females. You want to make sure you get legit Anovar. If you get fake Anovar and it's something else, that can really screw you up. So those of you out there who've run Anovar and you're shaking your head right now, both male and female, you're shaking your head. You're like, oh, Steve, this stuff had side effects. It, it screwed me up. You most likely, I'm 99% certain, did not run legit Anovar because Anovar is very widely fake. So in that respect, it may not be a good newbie steroid because it's hard to find legit Anovar. But if you can find legit Anovar, it's a very, very good newbie steroid. Tell us your thoughts, Rick, on Ranovar. Anovar is a steroid on training wheels. You don't need an anti-estrogen with it. You don't have to worry about hair loss. You don't have to worry about much with it. You are going to get some suppression and it is going to wreck your lipid profile, your cholesterol. Over time, it will wreck it. 
it does have some good static effects and some good long-lasting uh, muscle uh, effects as well. And you don't have to worry about taking anti-estrogen with it or finasteride uh, or your prostate. I mean, you don't have to worry about much with it. It's a great newbie steroid. I would definitely um, think it should be the first cycle for many people. Also, it's the only steroid any women should be taking at all. It's a nice, uh, solid, very low side effect, very mild steroid. I like it. I vote, you know, thumbs up on it, uh, especially for newbies. Especially for newbies, it could, it could, maybe should be the second or third cycle for anybody. The first one being testosterone, obviously, in my opinion, for newbies. But um, yeah, that's it. That's all I have to say about Anavar, man. Um, good, good steroid. And and, yeah. and and you know it is mild, but if you're talking about someone that's never used androgens before and those androgen receptors are nice and clear, they'll be really happy with the results they get from it. All right, guys. So the second one we're gonna talk about today is primobolin. Now, primobolin, I have to echo right off the bat this, also what we said about Anavar, Rick, in that primobolin, if you've ever run primobolin, both as a male and female. And you got side effects on Primobolin, I can 99% guarantee you that you got fake Primobolin because it's another heavily fake steroid. These steroids are expensive, okay? So sources, you know, you can blame them or not, but at the end of the day, they are trying to save money. So they may use a poor supplier or poor raw supplier, and they end up producing really bad primobolin. And it's end up something else. It could be DECA. It could be TEST. It could be, uh, you know, anything, anything. Uh, they, could, they could put in anything instead of primo just to save a buck. And then you're going to start noticing side effects. And you're like, why am I getting, why am I getting gynecomastia on primo? It doesn't make any sense. Primo does not produce androgenic or estrogenic side effects. So your blood pressure won't skyrocket on Primo. Your heart health won't go to shit on Primo. Your cholesterol won't go so bad on Primo. You shouldn't get gynecomastia on Primo. You, you can't get gynecomastia on Primo. It doesn't aromatize. You should not get blow. You should not get water retention. You should not get insomnia. All these side effects, acne, you should not get that. And even though it's a DHT derivative, just like Anavar, you shouldn't get DHT side effects because the way it's structurally Maybe you shouldn't get prostate problems. You shouldn't lose your head hair on it. Maybe a little, but not, not to the extent of some of these other steroids. So if you're any of that stuff is happening, you're very likely getting fake Primo. So it's very important to find a legit source for Primo and get the real stuff. And again, just like Anavar, it is really expensive to find legit Primo. And Rick, even in your situation, if you're overseas, you're not going to find Primo because it's not available, um, you know, very, very common. Even in countries where steroids are legal, you're still going to end up with fake Primo because it's going to be hard to find legit Primo even in those countries. Um, so, you know, it's a tough one. It's a tough one to, to get. But at the end of the day, if you find legit Primo, guys, as a male, four or 500 milligrams a week, as a female, 50 milligrams a week, it should not give you side effects. 
and it should be a safe, it's a safe steroid just to run as a male. Literally, you can run it by itself for 10 or 12 weeks and get good results, good clean results. Uh, Prima Bowen is, was the one that Arnold loved back in the day in the 70s. It was said that he ran about five, six, seven hundred milligrams a week of Primo. That was his favorite steroid to run. So, you know, it, it's a really, really good steroid, but it's not going to blow you up like some of these other steroids. When we talked about the strength steroids, the bulking steroids in the previous podcast, that is not what Primo does. So if you want to gain 10, 15 pounds on a cycle and add 30 pounds to your bench, it's not going to happen on Primo. It's not going to happen. And a lot of guys don't get it. A lot of guys don't get that concept. They think, oh, Primo's a waste of money because I'm not getting results on it. It's not that it's a waste of money. It's that it doesn't do what these other steroids do. It's more of a steroid that you run. It's quality gains. It's lean muscle gains. The gains that you get on Primo are quality gains. It's legit gains. So in my opinion, because it's, it's so mild, you know, it's a pretty good newbie steroid. What do you think, Greg? Very mild, very side effect free, very hard to get, very hard to get good legitimate of it, good legitimate versions of it. Uh, you do need a high enough amount to see some results, but man, does it work great in a caloric deficit? Man, does it help you build that lean mass that you can keep for weeks and weeks and months and months, maybe years? Good steroid, like Steve said, doesn't aromatize, no need for an NTE. It can knock a little bit of hair out, mainly on any females that mess with it. But guys, most guys will be okay with it with that, with as far as the hair goes. It's just a good all-around steroid. Hard to get legitimate versions of, but if you can find it, if you can get it, you'll be really happy, man. It's the way to go with it. All right, buddy. So I'm going to let you take the next one because you're a big fan. EQ Boldenone. That's one of your favorites. Tell, us, tell the listeners about why you think it's a good newbie one. Use a nice steroid. Uh, it does aromatize, but doesn't cause the estrogen issues that you see out of things like Dianabol, some of these other steroids. The worst side effect I've ever gotten on EQ was just a little bit of back acne. It is longer lasting. Um, so if you were having some trouble with it, you're going to be in for a long ride until it leaves your system because it could be four to six weeks before it does. Uh, it's just very mild. I don't might find myself needing anti-estrogen unless I go above, above 400 or 500 mg a week. I, I don't see it doing anything detrimental as far as estrogen goes. It's just a really good all-around, very simple, very cheap, steroid, easy to find. Unlike Primobolin, that's very hard to find legitimate versions of. Unlike Anavar, that's widely faked by, by sources. EQ is... Just a great steroid that's very easy to find good versions of. You can pay a little bit of more money than, than going from underground and go to a veterinarian labs and buy it from a vet lab that actually is overseen by some governing body. That stuff works great. It's enough I can say about it, man. It, it just works great, works all around. If you do get a little bit of uh, estrogen side effect from it, from running a little bit high, uh, aromacin, works great. Arimistane works great. Just use either of those. Arimistane being over the counter. Um, and you'll, you'll uh, be side effect free in a day or two. Just a really good, good steroid for all around use. And I think it's a great new steroid. Not, not a lot to worry about. Not a lot of side effects to be concerned about. It's all pretty straightforward. Maybe keep a little bottle of uh, anti-estrogen in your drawer 
and pull that out whenever you have an issue. That's about it. Yeah, nice thing about EQ, if you're an active person, if you're an active person, this is the one steroid that you can actually run. Um, as an, a newbie who likes to do a lot of outdoor stuff, you like to mountain bike, you like to hike, you like to take the dog for long, you know, dog for long walks, you have to go swimming. You like to, you know, do, do a lot of, do some hot yoga, Bikram yoga, very, very, very cardiovascular. Uh, you like to jog, you like to run, all this stuff. This is a good one for you because the EQ won't, won't mess with your cardio. It'll actually benefit your cardio because it'll raise your blood, red blood cell count. So you'll be getting more oxygen through your blood, but it's not going to give you the side effects. I'm going to give you the pumps. It's not going to give you the, the strain on the heart. It's not going to give you the strain on the liver as much, a strain in the kidneys as much. Very, very mild steroid. So if you're a newbie who likes to do a lot of active activities, this one is a good one. For you, this is this is for you guys. The EQ is definitely for you, and I'd run somewhere between three and five hundred milligrams a week. You can run it solo, or you can run it with a little test. It's up to you, but nothing wrong with running it solo, and um, it's it's a really good one. If you run it by itself, you most likely in ninety percent of situations, ninety five percent of situations, you won't even need an AI because it aromatizes a very very slow pace. So the estrogen that does get aromatize in the body is such a slow rate that it will get it will get kicked right back out so you know it's it's a it's a good one for sure for if you're a newbie so the fourth one we're going to talk about is straight testosterone uh and testosterone guys is the most commonly run anabolic steroid even if you're a vet even vets they'll run a TRT dose in a cycle, they run 500 milligrams a cycle. Some guys even run more, a thousand in a cycle. They're at higher level levels. And testosterone is both androgenic and estrogenic. So it is going to come with a lot of side effects. But again, like I said at the beginning, when you run anabolic steroids, they are all serious side effects. Yes, they have they come with serious side effects. They shut you down, including testosterone. Yes, testosterone will shut you down. That's how it works. So if you're going to make the decision to use anabolic steroids and you say, you know what, I'm going to run the standard 500 milligram a week testosterone cycle. You have to remember that this is a serious decision. Testosterone will shut you down and shut you down hard. It will, because it's going to signal your pituitary glands to stop producing its own hormones. So you need to be prepared when you're running testosterone. You need to have your, your N2 guard on cycle. You need to have your aromatized inhibitor, the aromacin or Arimidex, on hand. You need to be running it from day one, most of you. You need to have a PCT in place. And you need to be running blood work before and after cycle to make sure everything is going good. You may even have to run blood work on cycle to make sure that you are controlling your estrogen as you should. If you run testosterone blindly and you don't do any, anything properly, you can end up at the end being fitted for a bra because you're going to get gynecomastia. You could end the end be you put on like 10, 15, 20 pounds of, of water. You'd be like a bloated fish. You could end up seriously damaging your skin from acne. You could seriously damage your heart because you strain your heart. 
there's a lot of things that that can go wrong by not running testosterone correctly. So don't think, oh yeah, it's testosterone. Everyone runs testosterone. It's an easy cycle. I don't have to really do anything. I just run five hundred milligrams of testosterone. No, it's a serious, serious cycle. So, but this is the most cookie cutter first cycle out there, Rick. Is five hundred milligrams of testosterone a week using either NMT or sipinate, which are long esters. That's the most cookie cutter cycle that we see guys recommend on the forums. But the ironic thing is it is a harsh cycle, but people don't understand that and they get themselves into trouble. So yeah, be careful and be smart. Rick, anything you want to add? Testosterone is the hormone that we've had in our body since we were born. It's very predictable. We know what it's going to do. We already know what drugs to use with it. If you use a low enough amount, you won't need any other drugs. Your body will receive it and utilize it just fine. I mean, testosterone is the truth. I think everybody's first cycle should be 200 mix of testosterone a week to, just to get your feet wet, just to get started. That, that alone, that along obviously with hard natural training, good, uh, just keeping a, a, an eye on your body and the way it reacts to everything and just knowing what you need to be taking. I mean, testosterone is the original steroid. It's the truth. I mean, it's the one, it's the one I definitely would use uh, as a newbie just to get started. Perfect, perfect little steroid. All right, guys. So that pretty much sums it up for newbie steroids, guys. We're going to have a new class of steroids coming next week. We'll keep it going. For Steve Smee and Rick, this has been another episode, number 374. We will talk to you guys next week. Have a good one. Have a good one, Steve. Have a good one, guys. Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program.